Join Hear the Watchmen this April 5th through 8th in Dallas, where you'll get to meet and listen to people like David Hebner, Tracy Tennant, Jamie Walden, David Paxton, and Derek Gilbert, as well as so many others that will help you on your spiritual journey as we look at the prophetic signs in the heavenlies. You will leave feeling more equipped and empowered, ready to face this world's future challenges with a strong faith and spiritual truth. Starting February 16th, you can get $20 off in-person tickets when you use the code DIGBIBLE, all one word. If you can't make it in person, there'll be a live stream on-demand option that using the same code, you can get a $10 off discount. If you do make it in person, look us up. We'd love to meet you. We are a community, and just like it says in Matthew 18.20, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Together with God, we can do amazing things in his name can't wait to see you there and keep on digging welcome back Come along as we dig into God's Word and search for truth, understanding, and a closer relationship with Him. This is Steve, and you're listening to the Dig Bible Podcast Corner. Welcome back to the Dig Bible Podcast Corner. We've been talking about a few different things, kind of diving into some of the things that God's really pushing um, on my heart. And I, I really like to look into scripture to kind of gloss over these things and really see, you know, what is the biblical truth behind these things. So today I want to talk a little bit about judgment. We make, we make snap judgments every day about people, about the way they are, about the things they do, um, about their lifestyle, about all these different things. And, and regardless of whether or not those things are, are right, wrong, or indifferent, we are making a judgment. And the same thing happens you know, to us. People are judging us. And it's, it's something that is rampant in this world. And it's always kind of been that way. But I think we see it right now with the bigger separation that we're seeing through our society, how how, you know, if you get political, how right and how left people can be and how much they hate each other because of a stance on something or these things. And they're judging them based on certain aspects of their life. And I'm going to go ahead and say, first of all, number one, sin is sin. There's no way around that. Um, I have had many uh, friends that did things that I don't agree with and, and I, if I sat there, if I condemn them, if I come at them and say, you are wrong and I can't believe that you would do this, am I going to bring them closer to God or am I going to push them away? There is scripture, it says plainly, is there for you to, uh, for correction. However, the way that we do this has to go back to that First Peter 3.15. It has to be with gentleness and respect. We cannot come at people angrily or judgmentally to explain like you're doing this wrong. This is wrong. You're, you know, you're going to burn for this. If, if, as soon as we do that, 
we're putting an even bigger stumbling block in the way uh, uh, f- between their current life and their potential salvation with God. That road, we're actually making it bumpier, we're making it worse, and we're making it harder because we are standing in the way of them getting to God if we are coming at them in that manner. I've had friends that have had very different lifestyles, and and I've had great conversations with them and explaining. I had a friend come to me and says, you know, I, I, I'm gay. Do you believe that's wrong? And I said, yeah, I do. They're like, but you hang out with it. You're friends with me. I'm like, yeah, I am. I don't believe what you're doing is right. But if I condemn someone for a sin and I blatantly uh, push you to the side because you're a sinner then how, how am I any better? I, I'm a sinner as well. I've done things that I'm not proud of. We can all look back at our life, and I'm sorry, I don't care how righteous you think you are. We are all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. We all do. But I can have a conversation, gentleness and respect. I sit there and say, yeah, I don't agree with what you're doing. I still love you. God loves you. I mean, he wants you to figure it out. But In the end, I'm not the judge. I don't have to answer for your actions. I don't have to be the one that makes that call when it gets down to the the white throne judgment that we'll all be in front of at the end of time. All I can do is live a life that God would want me to live, live as closely as I could to, to Jesus' lifestyle. And let's look a little bit at how Jesus handled sin and some of these things that, that, um, even were punishable by death at that time. If you look at John 8, 2 through 11, it says, Early in the morning he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery. Placing her in the midst of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now the law of Moses commanded us to stone such women. What do you say? This they said to test him that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger in the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among the be the first one to throw a stone at her. And once he bent down and wrote on the ground again. And when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go and now and sin no more. Adultery. Uh, It's a sin. I mean, this is in the Ten Commandments. These are the things that, you know, in the Old Testament, she would have been stoned. But Jesus' love, Jesus' compassion, Jesus showed us how we should live and how we should take those things. No, I don't agree with what someone's doing. I'm not going to condone it. I'm not going to say, yes, you know, you be you, you live your best life and you live whatever life you want, whatever feels good. No, that's not what I'm saying. We don't do that. But as Christians, we can sit, we can, we can talk, we can have those conversations Why, yeah, no, I, I, I don't believe that your lifestyle is conducive to your faith. I don't think you're doing what's right. Biblically, this says this is wrong. 
But if I shut that person out and I say, I'm not going to be friends with you or associate with you because of this lifestyle or this choice or this action, what are you showing that person? Is that how Jesus would have treated them? Is that what Jesus would have said? I don't think so. That doesn't say, and that doesn't mean that we're going to sit there and say, yeah, you know what? You do that. That's great for you. You're so brave. You're that, you know, that's not what it's about. The point is we love that person. We want them to go to heaven. They have every much or every bit as much a right as we do to go to heaven. We, they have every bit as much of a right as we do. Really, none of us have the right. But Jesus' sacrifice, that was for all men. That wasn't just for the ones that didn't do one certain sin or one thing. It doesn't matter. We all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Matthew 7, 1 through 6. Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, you will be measured. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own? And James 4, 11 through 12. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and the judges of the law. But if you judge the law... Are you not a doer of the law? You are not a doer of the law, but a judge. Therefore, there is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Who are you to judge your neighbor? Why look at a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? This is something that resonates with me all the time because I make those snap judgments. I look at people a different way because of the way they're dressed, because of what they do, because of how they say something. It's part of our sinful nature. But what are we doing if we cast those people to the side? The people that are really only difference between me and someone that is, is living, truly living in sin still is I have Jesus. What's the, other than that, there's no difference. There is no difference. Just remember, we don't agree as Christians, as followers of the way. We don't agree with people who live sinful lifestyles. We don't. Why should we be the ones to judge them when really God calls us to try to bring them to him? It's really hard to have someone come at you and condemn you and you to turn around and say, yep, you're right. I'm just going to change my ways. How many times have, uh, see how well that works if, if somebody was a fan of Trump and then you have the exact opposite and, and see how far your political arguments get each other. When someone's set in their ways, they're set in their ways. We have to plant the seed. The only one that can change those ways that people are set in is God. He's the only one that can make that difference. So rather than putting up barriers and stumbling blocks, why don't we plant seeds? Why don't we show love to everybody? Why don't we come together rather than separate? 
This is not saying I have to reiterate. I am not condoning different behaviors. I'm not saying accept sin. We do not accept sin, but we love people. Hate the sin, not the sinner. If that's the case, if we're all going to hate the sinner, then we're all going to have to be, we're going to be a bunch of self-loathing sons of guns. I'll tell you, that would be what would happen. Hate the sin, not the sinner. It's our call to love everybody. It's our call to show Jesus. Don't be the stumbling block for someone coming to Jesus. Be the seed. Keep on digging, everybody.